What are some of the signs that you are burned out in your current job? Are there indicators that you should pay attention to? Well, in this week's podcast, Tracy Schubert Barrett shares with us her journey as one of the original employees of HGTV, Home Garden TV, to where she finally made a decision to change her life, pivot in her life, and she offers some really good advice on how you can do the same thing if you're so inclined. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Tracy Schubert Barrett. So we're speaking with Tracy Schubert Barrett today. Tracy, welcome to the Bill Kasky Podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm looking forward to this. I've uh, I've uh, gotten to know you a little bit on your website and some of the digital properties that you have. We've uh, been intro- introduced, as I said in the front, by someone who's very good at connecting, and uh, he just thought it would be good for us to talk. And so I uh, checked you out a little bit online, and I, I'm looking forward to this. Give us a, a couple of minutes on your background and kind of how you came to be who you are today, a little bit of how you started in business world and uh, give us a couple minutes on that. Yeah. So I started out in the television industry and cable industry in particular, well, actually in broadcast television, but in the early nineties, cable television was everything. That's what people wanted to get into much like the digital universe today. And I really wanted to be a part of a startup. And so was lucky enough, fortunate enough to be introduced to a couple people that were starting a television network, um, Home and Garden Television, HGTV, and joined that team very early on in the early days before the network was even on air. And it was just a small group of us, kind of some strappy, scrappy entrepreneurs that decided they wanted to join forces and see if we couldn't get this off the ground. And, you know, at that time in the early mid-90s, there were so many cable networks launching and they were failing left and right. And actually, when we launched at the end of 1994, there were about 25 other networks that launched right around in those that t- two-week period at the end of the mm-hmm. year. And only two survived, HGTV being one of them. So it was that real entrepreneurial spirit getting it off the ground. And I ended up staying there for almost two decades. Loved every second of it. Um, great experience. You know, highly stressful, yeah. especially as the, the network grew um, and the pressures of television and national television uh, network are no joke. Um, but I hit a mid-career, mid-life crossroads and, you know, decided to take a pivot. And that kind of brought me to my book and where I am today. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, when you, when you started talking about the startup, uh, it kind of goes back to no one really knew how to do that. You just Mm. figured it out as you went, right? I mean, you just, it was purely entrepreneurial spirit and, and asking a lot of questions. And it's like, Oh, how does this work? Well, how does the network work? And what if we, I I just love that. I mean, I'm sure that was uh, sure that pays dividends today because everything is Amy. It was one of the, I think it's Amy Porterfield or somebody says everything is figure outable. Right. Yeah. Maria Maria Forleo. Yeah. 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 I I feel like um, it was the best entrepreneurial training ground I could have asked for. And you're absolutely right. It's, You know, I learned a lot about the principles of starting a business and keeping a business going. And it's the, you know, there are just those tried and true principles of mission, vision, values, but really perseverance. Because, you know, if you know who you are and you know where you want to go, it's really just having kind of the guts and the resilience to just keep pushing through. And I think, you know, our team 
we were fortunate to have really good people with strong character working together for a common mission. And we had a great leader in our CEO. So, so yeah, it was a, it was a fabulous experience, but it, that doesn't make it less hard. So, you know, so you still need that grit and resilience to get through. Yeah. And I think today, you know, I work with a fair number of sales teams and sales professionals and leaders of sales teams. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of unknowns today. You know, how do mm-hmm. I use social media and how do I shoot video? And is it, is it even worth it to be on LinkedIn? You know, it's, it's all those questions and there is a required element of perseverance that I think mm-hmm. we have to try things, you know, take out what doesn't work, double down on what does, but some people just don't have that in them. I mean, they just, just I want, I want things to return back to the way they were when I was uh, just making cold calls and getting a hold of people. And that's just not, it's just not feasible today. It might be one avenue, but it's not the only. Right. And I think understanding what your ultimate goal is, I think is key. And if you know who you are and you understand who your client is and you hold those two things you know, true, then you can figure out the path to get there. Yeah. But if you try to do it all and be it all, you're going to fail. <laughs> and so right. I think if you're going to take any lesson away from the folks at HGTV, it's it's really define who you want to be and who you want to reach yeah. and then just stick to that. Because if we had tried to be all things to all people or show up everywhere, we wouldn't have been as successful as we were. And I think, you know, we were a niche cable network. You know, we were only going to put home and garden shows on the air. And I think for any entrepreneur, or any salesperson, to say, what's my niche? What's my point of difference? Yeah. And 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 maybe just go to that and let everything else fall by its wayside, I think is so such a relieving process and clarifying process and one that will help you become very successful. Yeah. And it's not easy to do that because no. we are all hungry. We have mm. big appetites for revenue and customers and we will take, I've, I've done it. I've taken mm. people I shouldn't have taken. Yep. And because I, you know, I had payroll to meet or, and, mm-hmm. and it's, there's no excuse for that, but it is, it is easy to talk about hard to do sometimes. Yes. You're so right. let's uh, fast forward a little bit to today for you. Uh, tell us what you're doing today. And then we'll get into some of the details about what you see people needing out there in, in your audience and in the marketplace. Great. Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, about over 20 years into my television career, I hit a crossroads, you know, call it midlife, call it mid-career, you know, but I I just basically woke up one day and realized I was living my life on a plane. I was flying everywhere. I was in an extremely high stress environment. And while I liked it, I was definitely spread too thin. I felt like nobody was getting the best parts of me. I had, you know, family at home and and a lot of demands but a huge staff and and people that I loved. And so it was this kind of moment where I thought to myself, I've checked off all the boxes and I've gotten to where I wanted to get to, but there's no roadmap or there's no nothing telling me what I should be doing from this point on. And I really wanted to figure that out. Who was I outside of this network? What did I really want for my life? You know, I what are my unique gifts and talents that I can use in a different way? And I think it was very scary to walk away because I wasn't pushed out. I had a great boss at a great company that loved me and they did not want me to leave. But it was a pull. 
I had a pull out, you know, something was calling me to try something different, to take a break, to catch my breath. And so that's what I did. I walked away, quit my job, caught my breath, did a lot of soul searching. And through that process, realized it was kind of organic how it all came together. But I decided to really use my psychology background. I'd got my master's in psychology while I was at it. HGTV and my, you know, 20 years in corporate America, I kind of merged those two things together and created a new career for myself as an executive coach. My husband is a strategic planner. So we joined forces and started our company, Navigate the Journey, a business consulting firm that's been around for almost 10 years now. And, and you know, we have just loved what we are doing in this phase of our life. And particularly for me and what my book is about, which is called What If There's More?, is that question that I kept asking myself when I was sitting at my desk at HGTV, what if there's more out there? You know, should I stay here and recreate myself here? Should I leave? Should I go do something different? And so now that's what I do. I meet people in that space and help them figure out the next chapter of their life, you know, and who are they today? What do they really want? And how are they going to get there? I love that. You know, that's the, the what do you want question is only four words, but it's r- literally the hardest question people have to answer, I think. And that, yeah. when I, I do a fair amount of coaching myself, individual coaching and coaching as part of groups. And, you know, what are your goals is one thing, but what do you what do you want? What, mm. what do you want your life to look like? How do you want it to be structured? What's your lifestyle? Those are it's a very hard question. So when you ask that question, I'm sure it's not the first, very first question you ask, but it's in the it's in the arsenal. What yeah. what do you find people struggle with in answering that? They haven't thought about it before, or there's so many things they want, or they're just boom blank. Yeah, it's all of the above. I think you know we live in a culture today where it's. I think the hardest time ever to answer that question because we're inundated with so many messages and all of those messages make for a complex web in our mind. You know, we have to kind of peel back the layers to really get to who we are and what we want because otherwise we're really wrestling with, with everything that's screaming at us. Our true priorities, the things that we actually should be doing aren't the things that are yelling at us. It's social media that's yelling at us. It's everybody else's opinions that are yelling at us. It's, you know, the the pressures that we have on ourselves that are yelling at us. And so we have to quiet all of those things and allow ourselves the time and the space to sit down and say, what are my priorities? You know, what are the things that really bring me contentment and joy in life? Who am I? What are, how am I uniquely designed? And, and how can I have a positive impact on this world? And then do I have the guts and the courage to stay true to just those things? You know, we have such this strong desire today to, you know, accumulate a lot of things or to be seen and followed and known. And, and I'm not sure those things are loving us back. You know, we might be chasing them, but to what end? And so when we can clear all of that, and, you know, I have so many exercises and questions and things that people go through either in the book, they can do a DIY version or through my course, where they can whittle this all down, where they can peel back the layers and end up with what their true priorities are in order to plan what they want in the, in the chapters ahead. 
Yeah. So the book is What If There's More? And they can access that at Tracy Schubert Barrett. Again, we'll put that in the mm-hmm. uh, in the show notes. But that's probably a good place for people to begin, I would assume, is answering those questions and really answering them, not just reading the book and and saying, okay, well, I read that. That didn't help. What's the next book? <laughs> but really <laughs> going through it and uh, and and the, the question of who who am I mm. and what are my unique gifts or values that I that I bring value um, is is again sometimes other people can see that better for us than we can. And I presume that when you're coaching somebody if if they miss something and you're like oh man you're really good at this why did you not put that on the list <laughs> is that part of your process i assume is noticing yes yes i think you know i really love connecting the dots for people i i always say you know all of the answers are within us you know it's just having the right tools to be able to to get those answers, mine those answers out of us. And so having a process or, you know, the right way to go about, you know, discovering those things for ourselves is so helpful. You know, we're told every day and we hear every day, live your best life, you know, and and that all sounds great. But if you don't know how to get there or what, <laughs> what that actually means for right. you specifically, then it's all for naught, right? So, so what I wanted to do, I wrote the book I wish I had at that crossroads when I couldn't get to the answers. I had to walk away to get to the answers, you know. So, you know, they always say, write the book you wish you had, right. you know, um, <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. And I I think, you know, it, it took me two years to pour it out of my system and to get it all out there. Um, and a lot of it is, you know, my own journey woven throughout the process as well and and with a lot of fun stories about HGTV and 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 some of those learnings as a as an entrepreneur but just applying some of these these traditional strategic planning tools we use in business to our lives along with some some deep psychology work and so that's why I say it takes courage to go through the process and to ask yourself these questions, but man, the payoff is so mm-hmm. worth it because we we only get one life, right? right? So you you it's really what you make of it. And if you have the right tools, you know, there's so much freedom in creating a plan for your future. Yeah. So when you uh, and we're talking today with Tracy Schubert Barrett, you can find her uh, information, her website, in the show notes. Um, you know, most of our audience here is either sales professionals, account development, CEOs, leaders, sales leaders, uh, people in business. What is the thing that you would suggest that causes people to say, I'm ready, I'm ready for this conversation? Because it, it, a certain percentage of people, it's like, no, I love what I do. I'm doing fine. I'm 40 years old. The, the upside potential is huge. I'm loving what I, what, what are the, what are the indicators that cause someone to say, I need, I need to figure this out. This is, it's gotten to the point where it needs to be, uh, you know, on my priority list. I would say some of the indicators are you're living on autopilot. You feel like life is living you instead of you living it. Your business is running you instead of you running it. You feel like somehow you've created Frankenstein and it's taken over your <laughs> life. And you're like, how did this happen? And, um, you've reached a certain level of success, but you're not sure you're reaping the benefits of that. Or you're just looking towards the future and you're just not sure what you want. Like I kind of call it this holy discontent. You're not discontent for 
you know, any negative reason. You just right. have this like wrestling inside you where you're like, I have checked off the boxes and I've done a great job, but I just, I want to know what else is out there for me. Should I, you know, people have gone through my process, you know, business leaders, business owners, and they, it has allowed them to fall back in love with their business or fall back in love with what they're doing. They just needed a perspective adjustment. They just needed to realize that, you know, all those years of being a practitioner and sometimes you shift in business and all of a sudden you're a leader and you're overseeing and and that's a hard shift to make and yeah. you can become dissatisfied or you don't know how to do it. And sometimes going through this process reignites something and they're able to see a new way to approach their business. Sometimes it's just the push they needed to say, it's finally time for me to move on. It's finally time for me to follow this dream. It's finally time. And then sometimes I have business leaders come to me. They know they're positioning their business to be sold, but they have fear that once they sell, they're not sure what they're going to do. Yeah. Like they're scared they're going to be faced with an emptiness or it's kind of like empty nest, you know, like yeah. where we yeah. have two teenagers, we're getting ready to send them off into the world. And, and that's scary to say, okay, well, what is life going to be like past that point? So, you know, going through the process of strategic life map with my clients, I see all these different outcomes, you know, of what the benefits that they can get <laughs> from, from really wrestling through the pain point and then coming out the other side with a lot of clarity and confidence of what they want next. Yeah. Two things there that you said that I think are, are worth noting. And that is don't wait until your life has become miserable to, to do this exercise. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the time to do it is kind of when you're at the top of your game, just to check out, am I, am I, I think I'm doing what I really am meant to do, but am I? And that, mm -hmm. then it becomes a little bit easier to navigate and move versus being down, being clinically depressed or being f so frustrated, like, well, I don't want to run away from this. <clears throat> this is a good job I have and I'm making good money. And yeah, I'll just, I'll just, you know, continue on. I'll struggle for the next 10 years until I retire. I'm like, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so that's really good. Uh, we're talking with Tracy uh, Schubert Barrett again today. Uh, one last question before we close up, and I appreciate you uh, being on today. This is really good stuff. And I think it's, you know, in the whole personal growth game, it, it's easy to always talk about sales and marketing and, and social media and what's next and what's the next, mm. what's next year's goals. And this is a time of year when we do that. And I think that's okay, but I don't think we spend enough time sitting alone in a, in a room with a sketch pad, just thinking about these things and doing some of the exercises that's in the book. What if there's more, uh, is that is that part of your process? Is that reflection time and mindfulness time? Yes, yes. Actually, at the end of each chapter, there are a set of questions called reflections, you know, and it's oh. really going through those questions and and but you do, you're right. You have to walk away from all that noise and pressure and and give yourself the gift of quiet time, you know, with that journal. Because we're all we all have the ability for creative visioning for our lives. And we can get there, but we have to do, we can ignite the brain, but it has to be in a space where we're allowing it to breathe. And so we have to shut everything else off and sit with some of these questions with the notepad and say, okay, 
how can I answer this? Let me go to the crevices of my mind. Let me dream a little bit. Let me really plan. And giving yourself that that gift of that sort of pressure-free imagining for your life and imagining more for your life is a beautiful exercise. And it's actually fills you with energy as opposed to some of these other things we're trying to do that can sap us of energy. Right. And maybe the outcome is stay with what you're doing, but reinvent something along the way. I think that's, you know, we always hear about this this idea of you got to reinvent yourself. Okay. What does that mean? Kind of living your best life. Okay. What does that mean? And how do I do that? And I think your book sounds like your book would be awesome for that. Tracy, it was awesome uh, having a conversation with you. I'd love to have you back sometime, maybe next year. And uh, we'd, uh, we'll we'll put all the notes in the show notes to make sure people get access to you. So thanks for today. Thank you. I loved being on. I appreciate it.